0: Hey guys, today is another day to be grateful. You woke up to live your life. It's Cody Selbert and this is the Build Your Alpha podcast. If you don't already, please follow our Instagram page at Build Your Alpha. Each week I'm going to talk about different areas of personal well-being that I have found have really helped me begin to feel more comfortable and find more enjoyment in my own life. And I really hope that my experiences and the tips that I've picked up along the way will help you achieve more of your own enjoyment and your own comfort. The idea here is to really help you become the best version of yourself. And I mean of yourself and who you want to be. Not anyone else's idea of you or their expectations, but your own passion and your own desire that you want for yourself. Each episode is going to be about 15 to 20 minutes really long enough to explain but short enough to just keep your attention. The ideas around each episode will mainly focus on three areas that I have found to really be the main driving forces in my own personal development and well-being. My mental well-being, my financial well-being, and my physical well-being. For me, these were areas I wasn't really acknowledging were as important as I'm finding that they are now experiences that I've had and finding the importance of each and how hopefully you take at least one thing away each week and it'll help you look at your own life to become and reach the best version of who you can be so this week's episode is really focusing around just accountability Um, holding yourself accountable for your actions your choices uh, decisions that you make and to me I feel accountability is really one of the most underrated qualities that we look at in somebody. Somebody that owns their shit, owns their mistakes, owns their successes, to me is so rare to find when somebody just accepts, you know what, I was wrong or I made a bad decision or that shouldn't have happened. Owning that and being okay with being just vulnerable in that moment I think is such an underrated quality because to me at that point it's also understanding hey I'm human I was wrong I'm acknowledging that and I want to move forward that to me is one of the Biggest things that I think anybody can do is hold themselves accountable and be okay with expressing that. To me, talking with other people and friends and colleagues and everything, and what it seems like I'm kind of piecing together with talking to other people, and what I feel that society as a whole is making it out to be is the fear of rejection or the consequences that can come along with being wrong or making a bad decision or not choosing the right thing or the right path, I feel is the biggest reason for this lack of accountability. We fear that we're going to get looked down on. Because we made one bad decision. Or we're going to fear the consequences of getting our ass beat by our parents. Obviously it's 2021. We can't do that anymore. But like similar concept. Getting scolded. Losing our iPhone privileges as a kid. Can't back in the day when I was like growing up. Going out with the neighborhood kids to play football and hockey. Like that was me. that shit sucked. But it was the fear of losing those things that we found so enjoyable that owning up to the fact that we fucked up was such a bad thing. And it was such a faux pas. And as a kid, obviously, we tried to get away with it as much as possible because, yeah, we were a kid. The fear of God was placed in probably most of us by our parents. I know for me, if growing up, if I ever got in trouble with my school or with any sort of authority, like, I'd tell them just keep me. If they called my mother, I didn't want to know what was going to happen when I got home. Like, not saying I'm going to get my ass beat with a belt or nothing, like, I'm just talking, like, the fear of God was in me, and my mother did that because she held us to such a high standard that that fear was there. When I fucked up, yes, I knew I could fuck up. Like, I came home with a D on a... English paper, and there were tears in my eyes in second grade, because I knew she held me to a higher standard, but it was also the fear of that rejection, the fear of those consequences for not doing well in that was really something I feel so many of us grew up with, and instead of potentially learning that it's okay to mess up as long as there's a plan or understanding that we need to move forward and not continue to make the same mistakes, that it's ingrained in some people that that lack of accountability is just not there. It's just, it's not. And to me, I, I feel that it's okay to accept that we are human, accept that There was a mistake, except that it was a bad decision. Own what you did, what you chose, and express your feelings of regret, sorrow, and I hate the word regret, but I feel there are plenty of people that would align with that in this scenario that it's wrong we acknowledge that it was wrong we don't want to do it again and then also expressing and putting a plan in place for how that's not going to happen moving forward what can we do what choices can we make what things can we be aware of to prevent that from happening again in the future or over and over like a broken record or Polly the parrot in Aunt Kim's like living room repeating Polly want a cracker from the corner of the room like we we don't want that it's how can we accept the mistake and move forward from there I know personally for me there are time and time again examples of really how I have messed up Um, and I think I, for some reason in high school, it clicked. Maybe it was, again, the fear of God. I knew I was caught, like kind of situation where the only other option was own it and say I wasn't going to do it again. And from there, it kind of spiraled and made me start to think about, well, what happens if we just continue to own That we were wrong. It's not the end of the world. It's not like that's going to stop us from doing something or being something or pursuing something. But it's just a minor setback that we need in order to move forward. And one of, honestly, my biggest ones that I know happened plenty of times uh, was when I was in high school. There were plenty of times that there were dumb Dumb choices, dumb decisions that I made, and the biggest one that I think I'm kind of alluding to talking about this a couple seconds ago is when I was a junior in high school, um, I was in the advanced math class, and... I was very close with our teacher. We kind of shot the shit type of deal, very like, comfortable um, would like go to her during like study hours and things like that. And it was the last day of our study days before finals, before summer vacation. and it was the last period of the day and it was probably. 75 degrees, sunny blue skies in Buffalo. And the last thing that I wanted to do was sit in a classroom and study for a Algebra 2 final. I enjoyed math, and even that made me cringe. Like, not my cup of tea. So I had the bright idea to try and convince our math teacher that everybody was ready for this final and prepared and nobody needed this last study period to be able to be ready for the exam next week. And I go in, I get the class behind me, they're all like, yeah, miss, we are totally ready and everybody's all on board we end up convincing our teacher that this was a good idea that everybody was going to be fine and my math teacher puts me in charge of going to the gym and trying to find a kickball at that very end of the day so i'm running in dress clothes across across the school going over to the gym and find the gym teacher get the kickball run back out to the baseball field and There's everybody ready to go. We play the kickball. Everybody has a blast. And it was a great last study day, period. Come to the final, needless to say, I felt very confident and felt that I did great. However, score did not reflect... The confidence that I uh, that I felt, sixty nine percent, and I was the only person in the entire class to get below a C plus. Mind you, remember, I was the dumbass that had the bright idea to do kickball for the last period. Also, don't forget fear of God from my mother. So, needless to say, there was a uh, meeting with my college counselor and my mother two weeks after school was over. Counselor, my mother, and I are sitting down at the table, and they ask me what happened. And instead of making something up, I decide, you know what, I I got to own it. I messed up, thought I was ready. I clearly wasn't. It's not gonna happen. You you know my grades are great, like are strong. And my college counselor was like, you know what? This happens. Things happen. Nobody's perfect. Got behind me. I don't know if my mother just believed the college counselor or whatnot, but the fact that I was owning my mistake. I said, I'm going to make sure to study for exams and this, that, the other thing in order to prevent this in the future. Man, I walked out of there a lot better than I had expected. Um, my, my punishment, I will say, was going to summer school um, with my math teacher for three weeks and my school didn't offer summer school. That wasn't an option. Uh, But somehow my mother convinced the teacher to come in and sit with me for three days a week for three weeks. Um, That was fun. But again, I guarantee that if I would have tried to make up some bullshit and be like, nope, wasn't my fault. The grading is wrong. This, that, the other thing. When I was in that meeting, there's no way I would have come out of that as well as as I did. Um, really I, I, that is one of the funniest accountability stories I think that I could probably ever think of um, and honestly the other one is another high school one clearly I was a model student um, really back in the day but the other other one was during my ap english class my sophomore year um i didn't read books when i was in high school and this was actually my junior year english class um there were plenty of ap classes i probably shouldn't have been in but i did sign up for them because that's what my school offered and that's what it was but um long story short do you remember the popcorn reading back in the day so we were doing popcorn reading for this book, and obviously didn't buy the book, like I said, and my English teacher is having people do the readings, and I'm sitting in the back corner, drawing the Mighty Ducks logo, and not reading with the class. And my teacher calls me out, Selbert. what are you doing, uh, tell him, um, Drawing because it helps me helps me focus and listen while somebody's reading. And he's like, well, where's your book? I told him I didn't have it. Kind of avoided the whole I didn't buy it at all conversation. But then he tries to question that I'm actually being honest about the drawing and helping me focus. And asked me what the person that I just read, read. And I gave the synopsis of... The main character's carrying this uh, trumpet case that he's pretending has a gun in it. And then the teacher's like, all right, clearly you're paying attention. And this girl pipes up and asks me if the character in the story is being sarcastic or being honest. And I turn and I look at her and I say, they're being, they're being sarcastic in this instance And the entire class was silent. But again, going back to the accountability piece, I didn't make up that I read what we were reading. I didn't make up that I was reading. Told the truth. Told them this was why I was doing it. And class went on as if nothing had happened. So, I mean, for me... These are all, I know, silly examples of being accountable, and I'm sure there are plenty in my career that I can think of of places where I messed up, I needed to own it, I needed to make a correction, and then move on, and there are time and time again that I can reiterate those those stories throughout different positions that I've held of, yeah, this needed to be corrected for this, I've already done it, done it, put it in place, and this is how we're going to Make sure it doesn't happen moving forward. And leadership and managers that I've had have always been, in my experience, very receptive and very appreciative of the fact that that action was taken, that ownership of the process, that ownership of the mistake was happening, and then just moving forward from there. So, I mean, really, there's only one question that I want to leave you guys with this week. It's do you feel that you hold yourself accountable for the outcomes of your own life? Or do you feel like you point the finger at outside circumstances or other people that made the impact on the outcome of something in your own life? And if you're truly being honest with yourself and you find that your answer is the latter, why is that? Do you fear that rejection, that fear of conce- the consequences and what other people are going to think of you? What, what is that driving force that you feel you find yourself pointing the finger rather than looking at yourself to make those changes and hold yourself accountable? So that is it for this week's episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed my experiences uh, growing up, especially through high school and just owning my mistakes, owning things that I did and choices that I made. Personally, how I think that keeping myself accountable through the years has kind of kept me out of hotter water than I really could have been in certain situations. Uh, I believe that people do know that nobody is perfect. And that as long as there is a plan in place and that understanding that we want to avoid that mistake or that bad decision in the future, people are going to be more lenient. People are going to be more understanding in those cases. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your guys' thoughts, your feelings, and your opinions on this week's episode. Please do leave a comment. Follow our social media pages at Build Your Alpha. And I hope that you guys join us next week. But until then, take every day as a blessing because the next is not guaranteed. So take that chance, be authentic, and always know you are the only you.